Hey there, senders. Welcome back to another episode of the Segment Podcast. This is episode 41, and man, oh man, was this a fun one. Had a great time talking with some YouTubers, some mountain bike YouTubers on this episode. If you were coming to episode 41 to find Zach, the Tumor Warrior, he at the last minute had something come up and he had to reschedule. So keep looking for that one. We'll get Zach rescheduled and we'll get the Tumor Warrior on the segment podcast and hear his incredible story. But until then, please help me welcome my special co-host tonight, the one and only Calirado Kid, as we welcome aboard a few other mountain bikers onto the show. But before we get into the episode, I want to thank the companies that helped make this episode and these shows possible. First up is YT Industries. YT, thank you so much for all of your support for the segment podcast and the segment YouTube channels. You guys are amazing. The bikes are great. The YT Jeff C Core 4 is what I'm currently running. If you see me out there in the wild, please stop me. Take a look if you're interested in the Core 4. Uh, feel free to take it for a pedal. It is an awesome bike. Next is Tasco. Tasco, you guys know Tasco with the gloves and the shirts and the scout shorts, but did you know that Tasco is also very eco-friendly? Their latest line of products that are coming out are literally from recycled water bottles, and they still have the same cut and design. If you're looking at the scout shorts, for example, the same cut and design as the scout shorts you have today, just more of an eco-friendly type of material. Um, so thank you so much to Tasco for helping support the segment podcast and the segment YouTube channel. And lastly, thank you to Spy Optic for keeping my eyes nice and protected, whether it's in my lifestyle or on the bike. Spy Optic has a ton of great choices for you. If you use the promo code SENDERS10, you'll get 10% off of your purchase at Spy Optic. All right, folks, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host and I, the Colorado Kid. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the segment podcast. Um, we are live tonight, and I do have some guests for you. I did want to let you know if you did come here to see the Tumor Warrior, we had to last minute reschedule Zach. Uh, Zach had to take an impromptu trip up to the mountains and didn't have a, a secure spot to get him dialed in for the podcast, but we will definitely have Zach on the show. Um, but I do want to say, these special guests tonight are going to be super fun. We're going to hang out. Uh, it's definitely interactive. I want you guys to ask questions and, and participate. We're going to have a good time. Also, if you are in the area um, on the 24th, which is going to be this Saturday at Snow Valley, Transcend MTB is having a big group ride. And if you use their promo code Transcend, you'll get 30% off of your ticket to be at Sky, uh, to be at the Valley. And uh, folks like uh, the Outsiders will be there. Lots of vendors are going to be there. It's also going to be a celebration memorial ride for Mr. Ernie. So hope you guys can make it on Saturday, this Saturday. So without further ado, 
I'd like to uh, bring some of my special guests up on stage. Let's see. Hey, Mark. Hey. Where do you keep all the Nerf darts? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, are you live? We're live, Colorado. We are live on the show. Oh, you're broadcasting live? (laughs) We are live. Oh, well, welcome in, everybody. How are you? Look, I'm going to go downstairs. I set up a multi-million dollar broadcast facility in Mark's kitchen. I'll see you down there, suckers. So, Calirado was a little upset because on last night's podcast, um, when somebody, when Adam Mock had asked me, what are some of the YouTube channels below a thousand, below a thousand that I would recommend watching? Calirado forgot that he's above a thousand. He's way above a thousand, but he got really upset. So, I invited him over to the house for this podcast tonight. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Calirado kid. How do you do, sir? How do you do? Good to see you. Good to see you. You were just, how did you do that? It was only, it was only moments ago that I was upstairs and now I'm here. <laughs> this is awesome. This is great. So Colorado, you, this is day one of your epic adventure. Uh, so far I've sat in traffic. That's been the extent of my vacation so far and I'm really thrilled about it. <laughs> yes, I know that that Southern California traffic can be really tough. Um, Hey, check this out. We just got another guest that popped in on the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, MTB Allen. Oh, Yo, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Allen? I, yeah, uh, I saw that Joe had his glasses on, so I had to go run get my glasses. Oh, yes. dang. Dang. I need to go get my glasses at some point. Um, yeah. Ladies actually, and gentlemen, yes. are Etnies. Oh. Um, and uh, you know that, you ever heard of that, uh, what's that channel, the, the out? outsider i think it is yeah uh, he actually gave gave me these sunglasses dude uh, that guy's like his channel's okay like it's not really like it's fine <laughs> yeah. bit, but our, those glasses okay. look good though they look good yeah. he's yeah, gonna good. be able to put glasses on Joni mcdrone face and that is yeah. gonna be an epic addition to the to the squad well hold on a second speaking of i just got somebody who came into the check this uh, out don't don't, don't let it be tony this. it's gonna get real awkward don't, you guys don't are let it be tony. ladies and gentlemen Mr. Tony De Silva. Oh, <laughs> had I only known he was coming in, I never would have made that joke. Yo, Tony? I'm, 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 I'm unprepared. I'm undressed. I need to get some uh, sunglasses, some shades, some, some, some top shades. Oh, oh man, you don't have your sports guys. sports RX shades, but man. You gotta yeah. like get that together. I, mean, I, I have my sports RX glasses oh, <laughs> nicely done i like how you play well played sir the only reason i have these glasses in my possession is because of trailhead troopers and i bought these off of amazon for like 12 dollars because it's like i need it as a prop and then i fully committed to the image i mean i mean it's, dude with that with those shades and that mustache i'm like kind of intimidated by you like i feel like you're gonna give me a ticket at any second <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was getting dirty looks on the freeway but it's it's more like a ticket yeah. for like having a, a not enough alcohol Hall in your margarita kind of take it to the, <laughs> yeah, the opposite the shirt doesn't help yeah <laughs> he does look like the trailhead troopers guy very very oddly similar to trailhead troopers guy oh my god that guy's awesome <laughs> who is that you know i actually uh joe i actually forgot that you used to have a beard um i know it's yeah, the, the mustache has become it? part of the persona it's it's a very Might unfortunate have... in fact the last time we talked about my beard was on a live stream with you two fine gentlemen and that was the last <laughs> we ever saw of the beard it was a uh, yes it was Why probably one that? of the what funnest happened? live streams we ever did well, because what happened to the beard 
Because I had to shave a penis into my beard, Alan. <laughs> That's true. You did. Oh, and sorry. Sorry, I brought that up. <laughs> it's a traumatic experience. And then, for whatever reason, you guys randomly invited me to jump into a live stream, and then I had not revealed it yet. So I was literally talking like this the whole time during your guys' live stream, covering it up. It was it was a fine moment in mountain biking history. That was funny. You had to do that about an hour long of covering that up because you couldn't let it go for the for the release of the video, right? I know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you said it talk like like this the whole time. I think. Just, like, <laughs> yeah, it was like this. sideways. <laughs> it's a, it's was actually a, when like the when like the the mask actually came in handy. I know. Yeah, yeah it actually did because I was going to have to jump on an airplane with that, and thankfully I didn't. I was able to get through the whole day and film everything that I needed on site and just get rid of it. And it was so when I came home, I had a mustache. You got wait, you got an airplane with a penis shaved in your beard. No, no, I was close. Oh. I was real close to having to do it, but luckily for all of us involved, I was able to get it down to a mustache before I got home. So there you go. <laughs> the, the kids will never have to see that until they figure out how to work YouTube in about ten minutes. <laughs> Their classmates, is this your dad on this thing? I see this video. <laughs> I look forward to that day. <laughs> Uh, well, this is great to have us all here in the same area, uh, literally in the same area. Southern California welcomes the Colorado kid. And uh, thank you so much for, for jumping on the cast tonight. Yeah, glad to be here. I'm really interested in some of the stuff you guys have to offer here. I know Alan and I are going to be doing some stuff, but uh, we're close to Greer, which you guys have got a lot of stuff on. And I don't know the area at all, so this is really interesting to me. When I came in, it looked like it was about to start raining outside, which I haven't seen rain in Sacramento in at least six months. Oh, it's not going to rain. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. don't, don't be fooled. No, it's not going to rain here. Okay. I mean, once in a while in the mountains, I think you'll get like a five minute spurt, but yeah, don't be fooled. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Or, or sprinkle as they say. Yeah. Sprinkles. I mean, I get five yeah. minute spurts up in the mountains sometimes, but I don't talk about that and it only costs $20. <laughs> Hi-yo. Hi-yo. But it dumps. Oh. <laughs> Adam Mock says, this is a potluck podcast. We got John W. in the house. He says, we have an all-star live stream. And uh, man, look at this. This guy, Marty, special guest out of New Zealand tuning in tonight, which is awesome. Oh, is he in New Zealand? I've been saying Australia for the last six months. Have I been a complete buffoon? <laughs> <laughs> Marty, let us know, because I know that's a big difference. It could be a big difference. I, he hasn't corrected me, so it's <laughs> fair enough. Tell, Fair enough. Tell us, Marty. Tell us. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so we got Alan and uh, we got Tony on. Anything new going on with your guys' channels? No. With the channel? Uh, no. <laughs> no. no. Wait, Video you guys have YouTube like... channels? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although not YouTube related, but uh, well, I guess kind of YouTube related. It will we'll be working on a video for this, but like you know, I cracked my rim recently. Yes. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> ten, ten ply? No. No, not on ten ply. It was on like the Rainbow Rock Garden on Party Wave, mm. and I I just spent like I don't know how long, like an hour and a half, trying to get the cassette off my rear wheel, and I don't know if I'm doing it wrong or what, but I just like i'm all sweaty and dirty right now i just came in from the garage if anybody has any tips on getting a stuck cassette off i'm, I'm glad to hear it gotcha mm. anybody out there i know the wrench and roll guys are going to be coming on the podcast if you guys are on here tonight uh, any tips would be great and we do have a clarification right here marty the octo dad is out <clears throat> of dun, 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 dun. new zealand well, i keep 
I keep popping up the wrong one. Where did it go? Where did it go? There I it is. The I flags see. and everything. There, there we is. go. New Zealand, not Australia. And but then he does say for the Australians, basically the same thing. He says America. The difference between America and Canada. Which, speaking of which, by the way, the word on the street is the Canadian border is about to open to vaccinated Americans. And I don't know, but I think I'm excited about this. Yes. Have you? So I've never ridden Whistler. Whistler. I've never ridden there. Have you guys ridden there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, it was. I, uh, it, uh, I was a spontaneous trip. I took up there actually twice two years ago, and uh, some of the best moments of my mountain bike riding happened there. I, Ooh. you know, it's one of those places that I want to say, uh, as big as the hype is, it matches that. So uh, it's not. It's not like one of those things where it's like, oh man, you talk so much about this amazing place. You go to Disneyland, you wait. You know, at Disneyland, it's like blowing up. Yeah, you can't wait to go, but then you're waiting in lines for an hour. When you're at Whistler, it's uh, the best of both worlds. You're you're waiting in a line for a little bit, but you're in the best mountain bike hub of I feel like the world. Honestly, I mean, I haven't been around the world. You mean you mean it's not Bentonville? <laughs> yeah, how about that's Bentonville? easier to get to? I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is the process? Did you fly into Vancouver and then drive up? Is that basically how you have to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I actually yeah. well, I actually had a friend that was working there, so he invited me to go along for the trip. I rented a bike when I landed, and then uh, just had this giant rain for the like the two weeks I was there, and just took that thing everywhere. I actually rented a downhill bike at Whistler, which I recommend doing, but it was so friggin' heavy. I had more fun bringing an enduro bike there, yeah. which is a whole other conversation. But um, it depends on what bike you bring. If you want to bring your bike there, that's great, but it's going to get friggin' worked. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the idea of renting it, yeah. So you can beat up somebody else's yeah. bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna get pounded for the, the day or two you're there for sure. And Whistler has that one trail, the top of the, not the top of the world, right? Is that Whistler? Yeah, I, that's one of my best rides. I did that one. That's a that's a bucket list for sure. You have to buy an extra ticket to do that one. You have to buy like you have to get the big ticket for the park, and then you have to go and buy another ticket to get all the way up because you take three lifts to get to that one on this big suspension bridge. I mean, oh. it's it's more about the the ride is amazing, but just the experience of getting that high, um, is pretty fun. Oh, I want to do it. That sounds yeah. Fun. You go through like microclimates on the way down, and then if you you get down to the middle, and you could take Creekside down, and we had lunch. Man, that was one of the best days of having a bike. So I'm just kind of like glad you asked that question. It was so amazing. That would be fun. When did they say when the border is going to open up, Colorado? Uh, pretty recent. I think August seventh is the date, or something along that, like somewhere in that range. Dang, dang. A um, little bit off topic, but back to a previous topic uh we have darren here who says for alan um to get that cassette off you need a chain whip and a cassette tool is what you need so i don't know if you have if you have those but or maybe you were using those i'm looking at your face here i can't (laughs) yeah Yeah, i was using those Um, and nothing was happening oh dang it just grunted and sweated in the garage for like an hour just like trying to feel like I was okay oh. <laughs> and nothing was happening. And I kept like looking at YouTube videos, like, dude, am I doing this wrong? Um, but yeah, back to, back to like uh, Whistler. Yeah. Everything just looks amazing up there. Uh, I just remember like starting like mountain biking and then watching YouTube videos and then immediately seeing videos on Whistler and it just, yeah. So it's, God, it's can, good to hear yeah. that it's, that it could, good to hear that it lives up to the hype. 
I just imagine yeah, like staying crazy. in the in the lodge right there where you could just walk out of your door and hit the lift and it just seems like yeah, like you stayed two weeks, probably not just at Whistler, right? You probably hit it at Squamish in a couple spots or Yeah. I was at uh I was in Vancouver and Squamish for a couple of nights and then I stayed at Whistler on the Sundial. So I was at one of those hotels where you can just walk right out and that's like a whole oh that was like life like a bucket list thing too that's the thing that's crazy about that that area where we're like paul lives and ecpov and uh Bandcamp, all those guys live in such an amazing place i mean we live in an amazing place here in california but they have like the north shore where mountain biking has so much roots in, and then squamish and then whistler and that literally is all within an hour and a half drive you know like we me mark and alan drive to the bike parks here and that's from the same distance as it would take like driving from the north sort of whistler in a wow. day and it just wow. seems so it, when i was there i had no idea you know it's a well it's where you don't if you don't live there you don't really know where things are regionally but then when you get there you're like oh my god this place is insane like you just drive to whistler in an hour and a half from the border and uh you're at the best bike park in the world it was pretty it was pretty an amazing experience and seeing that stuff firsthand I have to imagine you like open up straight trail forks and it's just like sheer density of trails like on your phones. Yeah. Like, where do I even start? Yeah, you have to like zoom in like 18 times <laughs> to figure it out. Your battery just <laughs> dies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Too many trails. <laughs> Timothy Haley's on the line tonight, guys. He says, what's up, everybody? And there's a question for Colorado Kid. Colorado, how many birds did Colorado Kid kill on the way to San Diego? So if you guys don't have any context for this, there's there's been a sheer uh, amount of bird murder happening around me lately. I kid you not. Bird everywhere murder. I go, there's dead birds. When I got back from the property, we've been building with BKXC and Aaron. We've been building some trails out in their property. They bought 91 acres. There was this bird head just hanging out the bottom of my truck like this. I had no clue how it got there. And I found inside the truck was the rest of the bird. So I had to, I live streamed me pulling the bird out, by the way. Did you guys see that? It was, I did see that. Probably in poor taste. I checked with the wife ahead of time. I was like, is this, is this in poor taste? I got to get it out of here. So I had to like pull the bird out of my truck, like by the head. That looked inappropriate. It's, <laughs> but it's, Mountains bird. Yeah. And then I go up to a transitor site. There's a giant dead crow next to my truck. It's just all around me. I'm not sure what signs are happening, but none on this trip down here so far. I haven't checked the bottom of the truck yet, though. So it's looking promising. <laughs> Uncaged MTV, Mr. Joey, it says best bird video ever. <laughs> And, and I remember watching you try to pull that out. I was wondering how in the heck did it go in backwards where its head was sticking out because you had to pull it out head first. I don't understand. Steve, Stephen King wrote it into my fucking truck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> God. Ian Kelly, Mr. Nice bikes up. He says, yo, what's up senders enlisted trailheads. What's up? Justice league. <laughs> mm -hmm. We got you also account. Mr. Danny. It says mustaches right, clean <laughs> yeah. <and> left. Wow. <laughs> Team mustache, yeah, I like it. Well played. Yeah. Hey, well done, Tony. I see you there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna high, high five. High, high five, color. This way, <laughs> this way. <laughs> oh my God, we're short. <laughs> All right, sorry, uh, sorry. So, hey, Joe, uh, I just recently, like, I was asking you. We started talking a little bit about going up to Downeyville. And I asked you where you lived. You said you lived in Sacramento, but I, I'm, you know, watching your videos, I'm seeing your ride stuff up there, but like, what's the riding like up there? Like, I don't know anything about that whole area. 
So it just really depends. I mean, Nevada City is approximately two hours away and that's like pine tree forest, you know, because you're getting up towards the Tahoe area, which is very much like Downeville if you saw the video. In my central area in Sacramento, you have Auburn, which is more kind of like in the sun. It gets, or it's dusty during the summer, but there's some flowy trails. Uh, Rockville, which is where Brian rides the most, is like very technical riding, but it's kind of like more of like a smaller playground than it is like long flowy trails. Um, there's a good amount of variety, but it's not like most of it's not world class, but it's all like really fun riding. Um, mm -hmm. So Downeyville is just it just it stands out so much. And of course, once you get to that region, you're talking about Tahoe and Tahoe's, you know, there's a ton of amazing trails. Have you guys ever ridden to uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? No, uh, I almost written it. I took a right and took Amsterdam down. Okay. So that like sense. that's that's one of the few like technical challenges that you really like put you to the test out there, you know, and that's like. I guess you could spend a lot of time in Tahoe and then people are saying there's stuff in Truckee too. That's pretty incredible that I've never hit. So there's just like, that's all about two hours away. It's really not that bad. I mean, you think about that here, it's probably, that's pretty reasonable. I think for a ride time, if you're going to make a day or a weekend, hey Joe, I'm going to be up. I already have a trip booked, uh, end of August, early for the first week of September, I'll be in Downeyville for a week staying inside the town and uh, I want to hit up North star. So if you're available, I would like to ride my bicycle with you. Yeah, let's coordinate yeah. that. Let's make it happen. Nice. Cool, man. Yeah, Absolutely. I'll be there for, for a week, man. So, you know, open Colin. schedule. It's during the week, though, so I know I don't know what you, your days look like, but hey. Uh, I'm I'll call in sick. There. Don't tell my boss that at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, allegedly, uh, allegedly, he'll call in sick. Yeah, Had I'll you. figure it out. <clears throat> Getting a cough. So, Colorado, last night on your live stream, I heard uh, MTB NorCal. Was that MTB NorCal that was on your show last night? saying that he rode Mr. Was it Mr. Toad's wild ride? And the guy that he was with took that big drop. Oh, no, that was, uh, that was Brian Gong. They're out in Colorado right now. They're riding uh, for the Yeti gathering and they were out in uh, Grand Junction. Have you guys ridden Grand Junction at all? That's another like very technical riding area. I guess uh, uh, Mr. Angry Wolverine was, the, he's the name of his channel. And he mm -hmm. basically went down the drop and just totally busted up his shoulder. So it's like, oh, that's the stuff that scares me the most, you know, is like those, I've, I've been lucky and fortunate enough to not have a major injury yet. I know everyone else here has, so it's my ticket's ready to be punched at any moment. It doesn't have it's, to be. Yeah, it's, yeah. It just, I mean, it, it's statistically, it probably will happen, but it, you could prolong that thing for a long time <laughs> yeah. if you're yeah. careful. <laughs> it's funny, we all kind of look in opposite directions. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't talk about that one. It's all part of it. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty intense, though, because I know Angry Wolverine rides some, like, pretty gnarly stuff like he rides yeah. with tommy like uh, a fair bit oh, tommy win Tommy's crazy man <laughs> Tommy's crazy. Tommy? he's gnarly Oof. super like total sweetheart but uh gnarly rider um ian kelly mr nice bike is asking colorado quick question callie where are you riding while you are in town I think the plan is, uh, it's, I don't know, I'm getting it all mixed up. Snow Summit and something else. Uh, kind of, Alan's kind of guiding the way. Yeah, Sky Park. So I'm not sure. If, I don't know if we've locked everything down yet. I got to go. Basically, from here tonight, I'm going to visit family in San Diego for a couple days. So I'm going to be doing family stuff for a couple days and then figure it out from there. So it's all, it's all just molding real time as we speak. Nice. Yeah. Two great places, though. Definitely two great places for you to ride. Um, Adam Mock has a question for you. It says, Joe, the Downeyville video was sick. Bring out that cutting room floor edit. Oh, bring out that cutting room floor edit. I, th oh, I thought about you it. You, you guys that edit videos know how much footage gets left on the cutting room floor. And it's like, is mm -hmm. it worth doing anything with it? 
I looked it over. I'm not sure that it is like, I don't know. Maybe I'll find something, but there's a lot of like, can I give you an example? Like I spent like 20 minutes getting a butterfly shot that I didn't put in the video. So it's like, <laughs> that's an Instagram <laughs> clip, you know? Yep. <laughs> it doesn't relate to the video I mean, at all. That's but it is video right there. I know. I've been hunting for the perfect butterfly shot and I finally got it, but I did nothing with it. <laughs> well, tell them the story about the thumbnail. The thumbnail thing was, was kind of interesting how, how the process of that goes. I hate thumbnail design. How do you guys feel about it? It's, uh, oh. it's always a last minute thing that I spend. I don't spend enough time with. Yeah. You know, the video goes like 100% of my time and then I'm always, shit, I forgot about the thumbnail. Yep. I exactly on same, same thing right here. Yeah. But that's just uh, as know. important I, as the video. I know if is, not more. Right. I yeah. think while I've, I've gotten used to while I'm editing, paying attention to like, this would be a good clip. Uh, and then like, I just use it like in the, I use premiere and with, there's like a hot key. I think it's like shift E I think, or something like that. And it just takes a screen grab real quick, like a full res 4k screen grab of wherever frame I'm on. Um, and then I just kind of stock those in a folder. And then at the end of the edit, I usually have like 10 or 15 stills and I'll usually kind of just one of those will usually work. So that's kind of, I built that into my process, but how do I feel about it? I always feel, to be honest, I feel kind of slimy uh, a lot of the times because you, you kind of have to, you kind of have to clickbait it. And I don't always feel good about that. And you know, I try to like balance it to some degree. Yeah. Well, the like thing Tony the was thing saying, it's so important. The thing that's changed for me is that now when I'm filming, I start thinking about the thumbnail, which is mm -hmm. something that I didn't do at the beginning of the channel. You know what I mean? Like when I'm taking the non POV <laughs> shots from the GoPro on the chest, I'm starting to think about <laughs> Byron, Byron, and this is a whole nother subject, but yeah, the thumbnail is always like an afterthought, but I try to do as much yeah. pre you editing as I can. You get a lot of like third person shots. Like that's kind of what's like, yeah what's nice for you. Like a lot of times I'm just like, I'm just POV the whole time, unless I'm yeah. like stopping and we're sessioning something, but we usually are just kind of rolling the whole time. Uh, I should probably stop and do that a little bit more, but yeah. I mean, the thing that, the thing that's tough about that is it takes away the tempo of the ride. I don't like it. You know what right. I mean? Like, cause you have to stop and you know, if I'm by myself, I have to stop, put the GoPro there. And then five minutes later, I'm coming down there. You know, it, it's just. And you know what I'm gonna do? It, I'm gonna start like, like I'm gonna start like mounting like like a GoPro to like a really sticky thing, and I'm just gonna like be riding, and I'm just gonna like throw it onto somebody behind me, <laughs> and then they'll just like be filming me, and like they won't know it's nice. happening, or like onto the person. Like a Velcro ball. <laughs> yeah, it's like Velcro, and then they'll just get like fall yeah. like lead cam of me, or I can like throw it onto a rock, and then just like come get it later. So basically, you're gonna have the golden eye uh, motion detecting mines is what you're gonna yes. use to really count. Okay, got it. Just to be clear, man, Alan's budget's just why went does, up a ton. <laughs> why does Joe's camera? Why, why does Joe look so much better than us right now? That's what just Joe, what are you thousand dollar camera hooked oh, man, up right he's now? Shoot, he's shooting on a beautiful piece <laughs> oh, of camera yeah. equipment. Thank you. Like, yeah, <laughs> that looks good, man. Here's a <laughs> Alan. Shall we show? We shall we show everybody our our yeah, let me zoom zoom in. Zoom? Here we go. We're zooming in. Zooming in. Zooming out. <laughs> zooming out. <laughs> Panning. And Mark, do you have wallpaper? Is that the segment wallpaper behind you? <laughs> it is. This is high budget. Oh my god! What high, the hell? High, high budget material here. Look at this. Is a <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry, I'm not, I swear. 
I feel yeah. like I feel like while we're here, by the way, we should talk a little bit about uh, the Sky Dio because Tony's got one also, and he's got some yeah. trails out here that are much more open, which is really the Sky Dio's specialty. Um, but I've started right. to manipulate that thing and get some like amazing shots out in Downeyville by putting it on a wire. You can pre-program the wire to go from point A to point B, and I was able to get some of the most incredible shots I've ever got. But unfortunately, there's so much tree cover, the follow feature's not great there, like only certain parts. So it's like I'm learning how to utilize its weaknesses, and I still love the thing. But it's like seeing yeah. what you're doing out on a trail where it just really follows is like, oh, it's so good. I mean, in SoCal, as much as we don't get rain and, and we don't have a lot of all that, but we don't have a lot of forests. So there are some amazing places that are legal, like uh, Velocity and places like that where it can just go open. Mm. The, this Monday was the first time I actually took a trip. I took a trip to the Central Coast Channel of Bispo and I made my first off the bike video. So it's going to be a travel guide. The idea, the reason I'm saying this is because of getting the drone. I'm not trying to promote the video, but yeah. I'm saying, um, the travel guide is going to be based around what do you do off the trail? You're on the trail. I have so many trail guides from Central Coast. What about the, the three, two, three hours around the trail? What about the rest of the day? So these are the my bit. I've been there a bunch of times. These are my places to go, places to see, non-tourist stuff. Anyway, I brought the drone there, and this is the first time I've really had like a 10-hour day where I felt like I was putting in work for the channel, where it wasn't just going on a ride. And the yeah. drone got me in trouble, but made the video. So so one of the things I did is I, I brought it to Montana to Oro State Park in the morning. Parking on a Monday was still crazy. It's right on the shoreline. So I'm like looking to get like a beautiful drone shot uh, of the shore. It's a marine layer. It's perfect timing. So the this gate is open. I take a right into it. And I go down the fire road. And then it just feels a little bit like too easy. And I'm like, oh, let's just go with it. Anyway, long story short, after I get it done filming, there's a ranger truck that comes up and I'm like, man, I knew I did something wrong. So he comes up and the first thing he says, he gets out of the truck and he's like, dude, listen to this. You have a car in here. It's a, it's a, it's, it's like a non, it's like a trail. The, the only reason the gate was open was because there was someone having a heart attack on the trail or was having a heart attack. He's like, there's four different signs that say no dogs allowed. And you got a drone in the state park. What are you doing, man? <laughs> oh, like, oh my God. Like if there's any, like the only thing worse I could have been doing was just like having an open bottle of vodka and a shotgun. Like, you know, just, like this is ridiculous. Smoking I'm weed all the way sorry. down the trail. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like blowing lines on the on the GoPro, you know? <laughs> and Tony oh my God. car either, right? Was that the Volkswagen? No, it's not even my car. And he's like, is that a rental? And I'm like, kinda. And I'm like, I'm a YouTuber. <laughs> you know and he's like all right that's cool i don't like, uh, whatever anyway he a long story short he gave me he, the only thing he gave me a ticket for was having pip my dog there and i'm like cool thank you so much and then uh, i get home and i research how much the ticket is for that and it's like averaging like 500 bucks to what? have a freaking dog on, oh. on a trail that you're not supposed to and i'm just like how are these like how is it like cheaper to go like 110 miles an hour on the highway than to have a dog on the freaking beach <laughs> wow. like I know. Uh, I don't know. Okay, therapy session done. That's my event. But like, that is know. crazy, man. <laughs> it was just like a, you know, but like that was the beginning of the day. But the rest of the day was really nice, and uh, the drone worked really well. I had it flying me. I had it flying with the car going in between trees, which you got. Joe, it did get stuck though. It got stuck. It, but like the cool thing is, it didn't get stuck in the tree. It just stayed there for like yeah. five minutes until I turned around and got it. And, you know, and held the beacon up. 
it, it's sorry. This is like a little inside because Joe understands like I totally get video. it. Video has this. But, you start to but, learn but it but like Tony, it's your pet. Like, a, well, if I just go like this. But Tony, was there a butterfly in the tree? No, there's no. Well, you know what? <laughs> I can't so. yes or no. There might be. There might have been. Check the footage. Uh, Joe <laughs> yeah. could use it. Hey, Joe needs uh, I, need it. I need it. <laughs> no, it, the thing has its limitations. But like, yeah, every now and, yeah. and then it'll go wonky. But it, more often than not, it gets me some of the best shots in the planet. So that that one, yeah. those shot, that one shot in Downeyville that I got to me is one of the finest yeah. shots I've ever got, which is us coming along the cliffside and the waterfall on the right, and like you could just, Ooh. I could just look at that shot. So. It was. I was stoked. I was almost fell off a cliffside getting it. Was, it was the section where it's like you going through the waterfall and it's like a rock garden and they're coming around yep. the, the. Yeah, yeah. That section, that's that's like the technical section too. That's perfect. Oh, it's so yeah, cool. dude. I, it's funny. I watched your Down Evil video. And I'm like, damn, that's the video I wanted to make. I'm like, Gary got me because <laughs> the studio. <laughs> but the drone. That's like the first drone shot for. I'm John Evil for sure. Like, there's no uh, way yeah. anyone else has those shots. That's great. Because nobody, nobody else. I was talking to Mark about this. Nobody else is stupid enough to carry around 20 pounds of camera gear for three <laughs> yeah. runs on Downeyville. Like, who's crazy enough yeah. to do that? I was laughing Dude, because you had the sure. drone footy, and then like I, and then there was like footy of you, and I saw like that gigantic. You're like, I was like, what is that turtle coming down the trail? And it was like <laughs> you with your freaking backpack. backpack. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a beast. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a beast. I'll take it back. But like the batteries are. You have to carry the extra batteries. It's just, it's a whole thing. I had the Sony a7 III in my pack too, plus the oh GoPro my on my chest, plus water, plus I'm, tools, plus I'm everything else. so close <laughs> to buying that camera. Do you recommend? It is, it is the best camera I've ever owned in my entire life. Like no question, hands down. Flip. Yeah, the flip's incredible. The autofocus is incredible. Like yeah. the depth of field is so good. I could get right on top of this lens and it will stay. Like, wow. It's insane. Well, wow. what, how much is the lens you're using though? A thousand dollars. That's reasonable <laughs> in length camera. terms. That's pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. It is actually. Yeah, where's MTB Rad Dad? He works in the camera industry. He'll be able to tell us. That's a that's a good that's a good purchase. Uh, we got. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, no, no you're good. Uh, U.S. Ocal is saying, you know, for you, Tony, or and for Colorado, you can check AirMap or the DJI app for legal areas. I don't know if you guys knew that. I I didn't know. Yeah, there is an app that, like, I have an app on my phone that has something to do with it. It's, uh, what's it called? Sky something. Yeah, it's called Before You Fly, and you can check fly zones. Yeah. I was just, uh, like, I, I don't know. Oh, look at that. I, I definitely was knowing that I was probably into breaking rules, but the skater in me from like, being a kid where he just barred skate spots and, and asked <laughs> I mean, for honestly, later top, top, top secret news between all of us, I don't think I was supposed to fly the drone of Pacifica either. Yeah, I bet. Most That's of this place is incredible. I just filmed with a drone. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> Actually, I was flying it over a brewery at the end of the video. I'm flying it over uh, Tin City in San Luis Obispo, but they okayed it. But there was a couple times where I can't. You you know how the drone works? Like you start it out and it looks for you. It like dives bombs on old ladies and stuff. Okay. Like, doesn't know what it's doing. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just give it a second. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like MTV Allen at a wedding. Dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do tell. Do Elbows tell. out. Elbows <laughs> out. <laughs> Just like moshing. Yeah. Can I um? Can we clarify something? Alan, can you say? Can you say? San, San what Obispo? San Luis Obispo. Okay. What did you I think? Know you why every time you say it, every time you say it, I always sounds like you're just saying San Lu Obispo. 
San Louis. I used to, cause, well, it's like the same thing, like wherever you hear the first impression of like the band name or the town, it sticks with you. I've recently learned it's San Luis Obispo. And right. I've been corrected numerous times. But <laughs> I want to say, I want to say San Luis Obispo. But San look, now, look like now, now, natural, now that you know that, but now that you know that it annoys them, you have to do it all the time now. Right. Because if you stop, oh, sure yeah. Louis Obispo. Louis, yeah. Louis, Louis. <laughs> like, we, I ride with this guy, Bike Sum, all the time. I, but I, his name is Bike Sum, but I constantly call him Bike Sum. And it, people correct me yeah, all the time. Sum. And I say, no, I'm committed now. It's Bike Sum. Bike Sum. Bike Sum. No way. Hey, speaking of the packs and all the gear, uh, this is a true story. Trail Dogs, um, Aaron. My favorite thing is forgetting I wear a backpack full of camera gear and sending a jump. So you guys have ridden Greer. Um, Colorado, you haven't ridden Greer yet, but there is Monk Dog. And at the bottom, there's that break right. There's that there's that step up jump, right? And uh, Aaron from Trail Dogs has got a backpack full of gear. He's got the expensive camera on. He's got the drone in there. And he's he's sending the step up jump <laughs> gap. And he forgets he, he has that on his back, but uh, pulls it off somehow. But geez. That would have been a bad crash. That's a lot of dollars and cents in there. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. YouTuber life. Uh, MTBDH says, wow, got the celebrity crew in tonight. I like, I like <laughs> Adam Mock's comment where he's like Boise. San, 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 <laughs> Boise. San Boise. <laughs> San Boise. Yeah, there you go. Boise. <laughs> hey, Isn't I got a Boise. Yeah. San Luis, Luis. That's the joke, I guess. San Luis. Look, we look, San we Luis. can't all be professional pronunciators, all right? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Trailhead says, uh, "You're welcome, Tony." LOL. I think that was for the thumb, the, the hot dog uh, photo, because that's who I took the photo for. Uh, he, he asked me to take a picture of meat, me with meat, and uh, that's what he got was a pictures of a photo shoot with my wife taking pictures of me with a hot dog stuck up my nose. So I'm like, he's. <laughs> These pictures are, are a gem and uh, had to use them. Is that why that's at the beginning of your last couple of videos, Tony? Is that why yeah, you did I just that? stumbled across those. And for some reason, I always say, like, have I got a marinara sauce of a vid for you today or whatever food it is? And I was right, like, man, right. I want these hot dog photos. <laughs> I'm just going to use those. And now that you've broken out of the Italian food, now you. You can do anything now. You can do yeah, like I could do I got a caterpillar roll for you, or dude, I had the best comment. No, I'm done with the hot dogs, but like I did have the, one of the funniest comments, and it was just like, dude, I love the video and I love the writing, but I effing hate the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I I hear you, and we're done. Like it's all good, man. No more hot dog in the nose. <laughs> Or in my butt. <laughs> yeah. We were watching that second video when you said, <laughs> Kelly, I was looking around, and there was that pause, and then the, the picture of the hot dog in your nose came back up, so we're like, whoo I didn't have to, <laughs> have to stop. I've been watching a lot of weird comedy shows lately. Um, there's <laughs> a show that I really love on Netflix called um, I Think You Should Leave, and it's just really cringe, awkward mm-hmm. comedy, and I really love that guy, and he gets a hot dog stuck in his throat in a board meeting, and <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do it, but it's sticking out of his mouth, and he's like, ah. <laughs> and I was just like, dude, I got to do the hot dog up the nose bit. <laughs> and that's actually, if you watch the video, that song is the transition song from that show. Anyway, it's a little inside. I, thought, I watched I really, some of the first episode. It's like, it's pretty dang funny. Yeah, there's, a, there's my favorite scene is um, 
they're doing like a haunted mansion scene and that and he's like uh, it's adult time and anything goes and he just starts saying random words like jism and come shot <laughs> and everyone's like what the <laughs> what why are you <laughs> anyway and we're back to the spurts <laughs> if, if you watch the skit and it's your type of humor which it's mine i, I don't mean I'm, i feel like i'm really going off on a tangent here now I'm just saying come shot on a yeah. youtube live <laughs> there goes all my kid followers <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry kid. no no it's not what you think Damn it, Tony, we were supposed to open up some Pokemon cards later. <laughs> there goes all my Man. volume. Thanks, that fellas. Is, yeah. hey, the juice well, box giveaway. Trailbox TV says, like, when people oh say, God. how do you pronounce, speaking of pronunciation, how do you pronounce the place out by um, by you, Alan? Is it Holdacrooks or Holdacrooks? What's the proper pronunciation for that? Look, I that mean, spot. it's... <laughs> It's Holda, Holda Crooks, H-U-L-D-A. Holda, Holda Crooks. Crooks. What a change of topic. Yeah, <laughs> nice, 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 Mark. Juice box to Crooks, <laughs> man. It's like, it's it's hold your crotch. I think that's kind of how you say it. Yeah. And there goes the hold, your, hold your crotch. <laughs> that's how I pronounce it. <laughs> Where is he going to go oh, right man. again? I don't want to oh. go there. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin, Edwin Granados from the Trail Dogs is on tonight. What's up, Edwin? Hadn't seen you in a little while. Good to see you. He says, "What's up, guyses?" Speaking of pronunciation, how do you say that word? Guyses, guys, guys. I think you just a misspelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extra enunciation is the word, right? And bike rider app. No, you want me? To yes. My traffic update for Southern California. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, traffic sucks. Back to you. <laughs> California traffic is still going nowhere. God, I don't miss that at all. I'm telling you why. Coming back stuck? into SoCal. Oh, dear, dear God. I used to where live here. And I, huh, I, I don't know. I have no clue where I was. I just had the directions <laughs> telling me somewhere to go, and I was there, and it was traffic. And then the best part is that Google will basically pop up on your screen, and it'll say, like, there's a delay. Yeah, I know there's a delay, Google. <laughs> I can see it for three miles in front of me. <laughs> the traffic's so bad. The traffic's so bad in Southern California. I remember when I lived here that I would literally I, I watched the entire show of Breaking Bad sitting in traffic. That's how bad it was. <laughs> my entire life was wasting before my eyes. And you may think that like watching a TV show while you're driving is dangerous. It's not because you're not moving anywhere. Yeah, not on the five. No. Right. The fifteen or the two fifteen or the ninety-one or any of those. Oh, Dear Lord. Dear yeah. Lord. You were smart to come in on a Thursday because, believe it or not, Friday doesn't move even more. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I work, was here for yeah. like three years. Yeah. Where did you live when you were here, Joe? I lived uh, outside of Glendale. So just outside oh, okay. of basically. You were, like, yeah, you were up in LA. Yeah, yeah. A lie. I lie. I was, I was cool. I, I was, you know. In fact, I got some high level meetings with some studio execs later. It's fine, but we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's where Disney is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see them really going for this. You know, that's not gonna—they're not gonna allow me in the park with this mustache. <laughs> you got to be on the left side of the screen. Look at this. Look at look at Tony and I. <laughs> so clean. Timothy Haley says you must have been on the four hundred five today. MTB Drew DH. Uh, he says had a buddy who would drive to work and hit cop sighting button every five minutes. 
<laughs> on the uh, okay, so that there used to be this app called Waze. I remember when Waze came out, everybody's like, "Oh, you should jump on Waze. It actually gives you a better thing, and you can get around." Are you guys familiar with Waze? And so, like, I yeah. did it yeah. once, and it took me through a neighborhood. And what was happening? But a cop just sitting there waiting to pull people over. Oh, that's the geez. only time I ever got a ticket using a, a directions. Never happened with Google. Oh man, what, what did you get a ticket for? Uh, running a stop sign but it was like oh. more like a california <laughs> stop it's fine everything's fine yeah <laughs> and it was ways <laughs> okay it was ways <laughs> it's the details guys it's the details traffic was so bad in la that once i would used to ride my bike to work i got pulled over by a cop riding my bike like literally a police car pulled me over on my bike because i rolled through a stop sign but here's what happened okay there was a car that came up to the stop I was already kind of coming up to the stop and the car started going. So I just kept going with the car. I was like, he's my blocker, you know? And then the cop comes up behind me and he's pissed off that I didn't pull over. I'm like, I'm in a bicycle. You're in a car, stupid. Like, what are you talking about? So he literally pulled me. He's like, why didn't you stop? I was like, you're in a car. I didn't even know you could pull yeah. a bike over. <laughs> sorry. I got, we're back to mountain biking now. I'm on a, I got, yeah, sorry. Did you, uh, well, it's a good transition back to the bikes. Yeah, but the yeah. problem with being on a bike and getting pulled over is like you, you can't put your hands at, at 10 and 2. No. There's this, can't do that. It's always like yeah. 9 and 6. And it's, yeah, 9 and 3. I had to downshift <laughs> to the right gear to make it appropriate yeah. and all that. Yeah, it was really... God. Yeah, well, Trail Dogs is getting us back. He's, they're asking, was that bike an Ibis? No, riding through LA? No, I had a specialized something or other. It was a hard-tailed, crappy bike. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I, yeah, I put I a picture on my IG lately. Yeah, it was a it was a bike of some sort. Yeah. Uh, Uncaged MTV says I've listened to all of Colorado's live streams in traffic. Well, that I apologize is... in advance. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of calling it a California stop, the bike rider was calling your stop a Colorado stop. A dinner chance. Oh, this is fun. Okay, Trail Dog says uh, Waze tells you to turn after you're supposed to turn yeah is there a delay on that thing because it's like it's user interfaced or why would there be that delay know. never used it again couldn't tell you i, I don't know i use it all i don't the want time. to talk about ways anymore yeah, <laughs> yeah. good call uh, tony good call yeah thank you and, thank you yes so i have a i have a, I have a youtuber question it's something that um i'm do you for all youtubers here do you ever have like a video that like performs relatively well it's like in your top 10 or top 15 that just doesn't make any sense but like every week it's like up there and you're like man i really didn't expect that to happen no yeah you guys probably have more than i do like the pacific event has always been like the staple for my channel because it just constantly yeah. gets views because it's whatever um but other than that no like not i don't think i have the sheer density of content that it's like I, it, the, the numbers are so small for me that it Probably doesn't really, I don't really see it. Tony might see that more than I would, but I um, I have uh, this this local truck called the Forge and Loop, which I made two videos on, and it was one of the first videos made for the channel. And the, the trail is just like a very local, like maze, like you really don't know what the trail goes in between neighborhoods and stuff like that. And that one is always done pretty insane, just because um, there's so many people that ride it. It's, it's like everybody's favorite beginner ride and uh it's an after work ride so people are constantly searching for it so i think that one just labels high just because it's the only real visual aid that people have for figuring right. it out um yeah. not because it was a great video i wish it was but it wasn't it's just like informational yeah. you know like turn here turn here 
But um, that's, that's probably one of mine for me. That's one of the surprising ones, I guess. What's been interesting is since now I've been at the channel for a little over a year now, I'm starting to see like the seasonal trends. Like for example, the cert, mm. like all of a sudden I noticed like my Mr. Toad's Wild Ride video started coming up and it was because the snow melted in Tahoe and people mm -hmm. are trying to yeah. fight. So there's, you get a few mm -hmm. more extra views. I was like, I've never seen that because I haven't been at the ch channel long enough to see that. And now I was like, oh, why is that video? Oh yeah, everybody can go ride Tahoe now. So I was like, oh, that's, that was an interesting yeah. like little thing I noticed. Hmm. I started to see things like that. I don't, I don't notice it in views. I don't like look at the analytics enough to notice that, but I notice comments a lot because I answer all of them. But like, hmm. I've been getting a lot of Santa Cruz comments lately, like flow trail comments. And all hmm. of a sudden I start to notice that at certain times of the year, like people are like really hitting those videos. And I think that is interesting too. Like summer, you think in Santa Cruz, um, not the best riding season, but I guess that's the season where people are traveling most, right? For hmm. us, it's like, rainy season like when you want to hit the hero dirt but um mm. when people have off from work and stuff like that they're taking their vacations is when they start hitting the outside of socal destinations for my videos yeah so, makes sense so you guys think it's more of like a search term key like people are starting yeah. to use those areas well, they're, they're keying it I in guess, i guess i was like getting at like there's some of them that like make sense right like how to video trail guides like you know those ones like they just generally do good Mm -hmm. but every now and then I'll have like one that like, I didn't just didn't expect. It's like none of those. Like I have one that's like, it's an ASMR. It's just like 10 minutes of like writing, no nothing. And it just like regularly is in like the top 10 or top 15. And it's like, maybe I never ASMR. would have expected that. Is huh? ASMR the keyword? Is ASMR the keyword yeah. maybe that people are like, like maybe people that don't even mountain bike are like, Ooh, I like this sound. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah. A broader maybe. audience, yeah, than just right. traditional MTV content or something, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just yeah, it's kind of weird because like if I look at like my top like fifteen or so, they just like make sense. It's like a, yeah. you know, it's like a it's like a trail guide or a reference or a how to or something like that. And then there's like the ASMR video just constantly up in there. <laughs> just find it. Wow. Well, now we all know what content we need to focus on now, don't yeah, we? Right. That'd yeah. be very hard for me because I never stop talking. So that'd be very difficult. <laughs> very difficult. Well, just ASMR in there. <laughs> oh, I like that. You have to just talk slow. Or just talk. <laughs> just do one That's where not... you just talk. Ask my wife. I never talk quietly, unfortunately. <laughs> Is this just you all at all times? Yeah, Honey, yeah, yeah. You ready for bed? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. <laughs> Let's go. Good morning. <laughs> I love that, man. <laughs> Adam Mock says Alan is tapping into the fetish realm. Nice work. Bike Rider app says everyone do ASMR now. So, so silly newbie bike question. What the heck is ASMR? Is that an acronym or? Oh, it's that... not a bike question at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> ASMR mustache sounds. Now we're getting into. <laughs> I don't really know what, what it is the actually. It's aut aut autonomic, sensory, autonomous, autonomous, autonomous. If only, if only we had a computer in front of us Meridian that had the ability response. to search for such things. No, no, I'm it, looking no, it's at it. It's just like the first word is weird. It's like autonomous, autonomous sensory meridian response. Yeah, it's, I think it's ASMR. 
Uh, and the first picture is like a chick licking a microphone. Cool. Way to go, Alan. God, now my wife's really pissed off. Yeah, there goes yeah, my juice boxes. Oh, no, sensory. I'll sleep on the couch response. tonight, honey. <laughs> is, here's the definition. Yeah. ASMR, autonomous sensory meridian response, is a calming, pleasurable feeling often accompanied by a tingling sensation. So why yeah, does... I mean, I've I've watched full documentaries on this. It's a, it's like a nice. It's nice. It's nice. It really is. It's nice sounds. Like, like they do these things where they like go like this in a microphone. It's it's almost like that feeling of like you know like a a cat purring next to you, but it's in your brain. Oh, that's how I'll describe it. So, Alan, how did you get ASMR in your in your video? <laughs> I, maybe I'm. I don't know. Was it just trail <laughs> sounds? It wasn't. I mean, like, there's did you like. Just, did you just use ASMR and not know what it is? Like, you just <laughs> yeah, I thought I knew what it was. <laughs> no, you obviously don't. <laughs> I was shredding. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, man, that's really gonna. I mean, maybe this two two guys one cup video I'm about to put out is gonna be really incredible. <laughs> He's going Wait, viral. What is I don't know if that. I know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's not the definition I knew of of ASMR. No. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. there's yeah, multiple. Obviously. Tell us your definition, because then now that video is not making sense to me at all. Yeah, me either. No. <laughs> what's the retention? What's the retention rate on that video, Alan? <laughs> it's pretty good. Hundred percent. The retention rate's pretty good on it. I don't know, but it keeps going up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it keeps rising. Yeah, those other videos uh, better perform because that's stiff competition. Oh my God, <laughs> this is some weird nerd nerd ass YouTube stuff right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that is good. So yeah, so Alan is he's um once he real once he tells us what that that'll make more sense what ASMR does, but I'm glad that that video performs. No, <laughs> <Top 15. laughs> uh so to change the topic, I do have a video. It was like my third or fourth video ever made. I did a review on the Trail Cross shoes by 510. And that always ends up, you know, in the in the period where it tells you the videos in like a 48-hour period. That is always in there. I have no idea. People must not want to watch me ride. They want to watch <laughs> me like show a shoe. If it's reviews one thing I've learned in my man. short YouTube career is that people want bike reviews, part reviews, bike mm -hmm. reviews, and part reviews. That's really like, if you did that, you're fine. It's or how-tos. Like, that's what people really reviews, want. Yeah, or how-tos. Reviews and how-tos. Yeah. They always do well. Reviews, how-tos, and, and fails. Yep. Guides. I think like Tony's, like your guides, like guides always do well. Yeah, yeah, and you were talking about doing an actual guide of the town, which I think is like a really interesting prospect because yeah, it's like always about the trail, but like, what do you do once you get there? I think it's like really yeah. a great idea. Have you seen <laughs> this is, uh, um, I, I Lone, Lone Wolf does that? Like they'll do like the like the the trails or the park, and then they'll also do like stuff around it. They'll kind of like put the two together, uh, which is kind of like like when they did Sky Park, there was like stuff like I didn't know about. They're like, oh, check out this one place that's just like down the road from Sky Park. Mm. Uh, so Sweet. that was like a nice combo too that's a nice model yeah this video is uh i'm editing it right now this is actually the first time i might i don't think i'm gonna hit monday it's first time in three years i won't hit my mark but i'm rather mm. i'd rather take the time to edit this properly than uh force it because it's i literally went to that location for this one video filmed an entire 10 hour day and i have so much footage drone three gopros whatever um it sucks because like i'm trying to figure out like i'm gonna let people down it's this weird the youtube brain where it's like yeah. i haven't missed a week 
And then you're like in competition with yourself, even though if you talk to other people, they're like, who cares? Just make it good. Yeah. In myself, I'm in competition with my timeline. Mm -hmm. But in order for me to do this properly and to serve it and to serve it up the way it needs to be, I need another week. And uh, it's the first time I've appreciated like that long form mentality. That's yeah, some doggos. No. Yeah, it's we're both getting the same dog because his it's not he's upstairs and <laughs> downstairs, so we're in the same house. No, but you know what sense. I mean. Like, I, it's the first time I've actually it's off the bike, so it's not just a clip, clip, clip. No. So it's like re it's a real like vlog style. Me, and my dog, cameras, cars, travel, like fifteen different places, and I'm like, are there's you, no way I can get. Are this you able done. to cut like a one minute or or two minute preview? Yeah, for sure, and that's what I'm probably gonna do for Monday as like an appetizer be like, Hey, I'm working on this uh, yeah. in order for this to be done. Right. You know, like I'll try to do something cause I have to do something cause it's the first time I'll ever not have a video done on for that week. So I, I haven't done it yet. Um, I, it's a I little, it's, say it's like, weird cause it's like, I, I don't have the regular schedule anymore. I, I never like, so, but like, I will say that there was something to that Downeyville video that I could have got it out earlier, but I decided to play with it more. And as a result, yeah, it came out way better. And it was like, it benefited me because I was telling Mark before we started this live stream that uh, one of the things that I really liked about editing that was I was doing it for me. Like I was learning new things. And as a result, like yeah. it was rewarding for me. And like, basically I'm just investing in my own education. And the fact that people get to watch it is like a secondary thing for me. Like when I released that, I was like, I had so much fun playing with it. It was like really yeah. cool. You just hit the nail on the head for me. I learned so much in the, just the software with this, like combining the drone footage into audio into one clip yep. and editing it like mm -hmm. that. Where before I was trying to go between two, like it's just little nuances that I'm learning but that takes so much time to get to that point where I'm three days in and I'm only eight minutes into the video because every stop is like its own video, right? Like every yeah. stop is like that one video I would make per week. So yeah, I just I just feel like I need to give myself permission to do that with some more times instead of feeling like that. Cause I always have, I've given myself that pressure every week to have to do it and that consistency for me matters. Yeah. But I feel like I'm getting to the point where maybe quality matters more than that. I think you're, yeah, I, think I, that, I think it's I totally, think that, yeah. Yeah, I think that pattern of, of holding yourself to the week like builds that muscle. It makes you more efficient. And right. yeah, like you're saying, you get to a point where you you need to kind of relieve that pressure. Like you don't need the pressure yeah. anymore. Like you're you you're building yeah. the skills and it, it's mm -hmm. it really changes the dynamic when you're editing, when you know you you could hit it or you can take another day or two. Yeah, uh, when I, I, I gave myself really permission to like give myself the extra week, I took so much more time and and like appreciation for the minute I was editing rather than the five minutes. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, hey uh, like, this is going to count. I, uh, enlisted trailheads has a really good question. I think we could all jump into that's directly related to this. Uh, I'll yes. take this one first. Yes. I, I did, I did, uh, I'm, I'm working with a graphic program now because I do literally do not have the time to make my own graphics in terms of building call outs on screen like I did in the latest video and some of the transitions and stuff like do I have the technical ability to learn to do that? Yes. Do I have the time? I literally physically do not have the time. So mm, I'm right. able to punch up the production quality on my video and play around with this stuff without spending five hours learning how to build one graphic, which it just takes away from my editing time. So it's like, to me, worth its weight in gold. I just don't have time. I'd rather be filming and, and doing everything else. So I 100% with Joe. I use a software program so in Final Cut called Cinema Grade. It's a, a simplified color correction program. I have plugins that I'd use in transitions. And um, as much as I want to learn that stuff, I don't have the time to learn that 
for the next video. And I appreciate the, the time that goes into doing that. But if I can pay 50 bucks and get that stuff handed to me and figure out a way to edit that in, uh, I, I just feel like it's a no brainer for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm totally on the other side because um, having edited videos like off and on for the last, you know, what, 10 years, the thing about like, I think plugins are great. The problem is they're made by somebody else. And if they stop supporting them and then you're trying to update your software and they don't come along for the ride, then you're SOL hmm. and your, your plugins are going to stop working. And then it's just, they're also kind of after you've been using for them um, for a while, if they're not updating and not working with your software updates, like as final cut updates or premiere updates, if the plugins don't update with them, they will start bugging out and causing issues. So they're good upfront, but they can cause problems. Now the nuanced answer though, is things like LUTs, they're just lookup tables. They're just values. So they're like pretty straightforward and they're usually not going to break. So they're like they're pretty good. Some of the other stuff that does more complex stuff, you're you have to know that you are kind of taking that risk and setting into that. So they do save time now. Um, I and the the color grading, it's nice when you can kind of do that quickly. Uh, but the graphics applications are the ones that are usually kind of like heavy on on like kind of de being dependent on it. Like yes. one of the things I used all the time, the company literally just stopped supporting. They decided like not to support anymore. It just went away. Hmm. And so like all that stuff I lost and I kind of had to like redo a whole bunch of stuff. But fortunately, like I kind of had a lot of experience. The other thing, though, is a lot of the applications, they allow you to take work that you've done. Like if you do your own color grading or whatnot, you can they have stuff built into them where you can save your own templates or your own presets and stuff like that. And that's kind of nice because, yeah, you do have some upfront labor going into that but then you can save that and reuse it. And so now you're levering, leveraging the stuff that you did and you've also built more experience so that you can like continue building more of them. So I think like kind of depends on how far down into it you wanna go or if you just wanna, if you're changing though, if you're changing graphics applications all the time uh, or changing plugins all the time, it's probably less of a thing because you're not like a long-term dependent on it. Yeah. Hmm. So I've had that happen. I've had a plugin break and took me a full day to figure out that the reason that my what it wasn't rendering was because of that but I will say this in uh, devil's advocate and, 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 and again an argument for it is that that's the only time it's ever happened in the last year and mm. if that's the only time I've ever had a problem it's been worth it for me yeah. you know like I don't I don't know Adobe I don't know emotion I don't know Apple motion I don't know how to build those things so for me getting handed that, and once in a while I have a glitch, I think for me, it's, it has been worth it. I do yeah. do the same thing though. I, I build my uh, little personal LUTs and things like that for um, the GoPro clips. But for some of the times when I film like this last video I did, where I'm just constantly in a different surrounding and different background with lighting, those per, those pre-built LUTs have worked really well because I can put like a gnar gnarly one on it, like really one that looks crazy turn it all the way down and it looks so it looks just really nice so i just feel like mm. i think it's personal preference with this question yeah. right because alan you have your own and i have like something that i have a go-to where it just speeds up my process and i'm finding what i want yeah i think yeah. It, i think it's just experimenting you gotta find your own little nuance right <laughs> what's going on 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, in my in my situation, it's, it literally is that. Like, I'm at work all day. I pick up the kids from school or whatever. I get them home. I can't start editing until 9 or 10 o'clock at night. I got two hours in me, maybe an hour and a half sometimes before, you know, you're just mentally exhausted by the end of the day. Mm. And it's like, man, I can't, right. like, I can put two to three hours in. And then I, like, my mind starts to shut down. And, like, and some nights I got to do some other live streaming stuff. And some other nights I got this. So it's like, man, just fitting it in it's like do i have time to build graphics absolutely not when i become a multi-million dollar uh, youtuber yeah probably then but for now like yeah it's it not was even a huge that. help i'll take the <laughs> plugins but i mean yes. like well yeah motion graphics is a whole different game right like the the the, the fancy like titles and stuff like that like the, oh, the, yeah. the the like the big movie title you had at the beginning of downeyville yeah. like yeah 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 i'm like i'm not suggesting yeah. anybody goes and builds like a freaking 3D one sure, with sure. like lighting and all that kind of totally stuff. I think that's top. a final cut. I think that's <laughs> but, just like a <laughs> you know anyway. no, but like and if you tried to build that yourself, yeah, I'm not suggesting that. But uh yeah, I think just for uh, you know for the person who's just like kind of getting started or just getting into it, it's like also if you're, you know, like some of us are like making money doing this stuff, right? Uh but it's like if you're if you're already in the red because you've bought cameras and whatnot like i always tell people like the yeah <laughs> yeah yeah right. and i'm always like well do you do you need to spend the money on it you know if uh do you like do you need the fancy title do you need that or can you just like do a simple color grade and save the 50 bucks or whatever it is you know and and like put that towards buying a bike park pass or gas in your truck to get you to the trail that's kind of where my head's at with a lot of that stuff no it's i, kind I of agree similar though I if you're so. buying camera gear i mean yeah. camera gear is expensive right it's like plugins camera gear all this extra stuff is just adding to your video i don't know i don't see the difference at the end of the day you're still gonna have to have to learn how to make a good video like it's like right, all right. the gear in the world is not going to help you if you don't know how to right. structure it like but it, those all complement once you know how to do it or maybe like for me when i got this sony like it made me want to go shoot. Like that was kind of a fun experience mm. because I remember what it was like to like get the right shot and get the right frame and do the slow-mo 4K 120. And like, then it was like playing with a new toy. And like, I've been, I still love shooting with this thing. So that to a certain degree, like amped up my desire to shoot videos. Like it was really kind of a cool experience. So and that, it's kind of different, but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 I think it's a balance. Yeah, I'll use a software system called Canva, which is easy for me to use. It's a lot of stuff that's like provided to me, like uh, Tony and Joe was saying. And so far, it's been good because once I create something, I can save it. I could download it onto my computer and have it for forever and use it for certain things. But I am still learning. Um, but that definitely helps me get a little more creative than I normally would. Um, Wait, is that an online application? Yeah, yeah, it's called Canva. And there's a free version, there's a pro version, and the pro version really doesn't break the bank too much. But uh, yeah, Canva, and it also can help with uh, thumbnails. So for me, we're talking about YouTube thumbnails earlier and how difficult that could be. But if you hit YouTube thumbnail in Canva, it'll set you all up the right way. It even offers you templates and everything else. So you could just like slide pictures in and create different fonts. So it makes it really easy. Um, but still the idea is there, you have to like figure out what people are going to hopefully click upon. Yeah. I'm going to be a nerd now and say if you're if you're a YouTuber and you're doing thumbnails, you have to learn Photoshop. Yeah, I, I, I will. I will not lie. I'm using. I'm still using GIMP, but uh, I got to. I got to learn Photoshop. So I may get I, to that. I force myself. Yeah, it's. Got, I've gone to the point where I. I was so like freaked out by it, and then it's like anything else. Like the same way you start editing, 
you just get familiar with that software. And then now I'm like, oh my God, I can actually, here's a weird thing. Look, when I started watching like how to use Photoshop, how to use Final Cut, all that stuff, all those videos, YouTube videos went way over my head. I didn't, it was like a different language. After a few months of learning them, you start listening to them and you're like, oh my God, I get it. You know what I mean? Now Alan's shaking his head. I'm sure he understands. Like you start to understand this language of uh, the way it works. And you just like, when you watch that video again, a few months later, it's like, boom. Okay. All these things are making sense now. Mm -hmm. And it's just because you've gotten into their land when you know, like a little bit about it. I don't know. I'm, I'm an advocate for, for, for that stuff. Like I I'm all for plugins and all that stuff, but like if, if you can get the bare stuff like Photoshop and, and learning the software program, yeah. I feel like that's like just opening up so much uh, energy and, and, and learning for how much there is. Cause I just like Alan knows, I, I just started using final cut like last year. And I was like, I was using iMovie for all my videos and I had no idea what I was doing. And now I'm like, Oh my God, how the frick did I do that on iMovie? I can't believe I used to do that. And it's just like, Anyway, I'm maybe rambling a little bit, but like, I really yeah. love the process of not only being a YouTuber, but filming, but like, I feel like I've learned so much about video editing, telling the story and what matters. The, the details matter most, about most, but like as much as the story sometimes. Like if you can tell that great story and have the editing in the background to like back it up, I feel like as much as I'm still learning, the video I look, I have video I'm gonna make this week compared to a year ago, hundred times better. And I hope that that keeps progressing. And that's my motivation is mm -hmm. to just keep learning because I love it. You know, it's a great point you bring up because I was telling Mark, the last video I made a year ago was Downeyville. And if you go look at the Downeyville from a year ago and the Downeyville that I just dropped, it's exponentially different, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, yeah just it's self-taught like we all are, I think, for the most part, we ask for tips here and there. But it's like, you get an idea in your head, you're like, how can I execute it? You go look it up, you do it, and then you learn how to do it. And then the next time you're editing a video, it's easier. Like, I, for an example, mm -hmm. like this, this, the changing of speeds, when I'm shooting at 4K 120, then I can maybe shoot a fast segment, slow it down, shoot a, like that bank in speed in a shot and like timing it to the music has all been something over the last couple of videos I've kind of perfected mm -hmm. and all those things. And it's like, because I took the time to sit down and go, how do you do that? And then I Googled it or whatever. Yeah. And then now it's like, it's second nature. So exactly what you're talking about with Photoshop and everything else, it's just, it's just reactionary now. You know how to do Joe, it. It's great. Joe, when do you write your script? I don't. That's the, that's the secret. You guys want to know the secret? Yeah. I don't write a script. Crazy. I don't either, Joe. Here, <laughs> here, yeah, here's, here's what I've discovered. And I, I had to accept, the, come to terms with this at some point is that my specialty is my improvisational ability. So now I just stand up, I put the mic right in front of me, and I get involved in the video. And then uh, I just, like with this latest video, I just kind of, I just do it. But I, one of these days I'm going to perfect the whole script writing thing. But for now, I don't, it's, I don't that think that you have to. Like if you're good yeah. at uh, doing it off the cuff, that's my style too. Like I, I made this travel guide video where I just had the camera in front of me all day. And then when I got back and I'm editing now, I'll leave blank spots where I just turn the mic on and talk to the footage. And it just works. Like given there are parts of that where I write a script to like, okay, I'm going to, I'm at Bubblegum Alley in San Luis Obispo. I need to know some information here. I'm going to write it out. So it's more of my yeah. voice, but like, you know, as far as just the uh, being in the video and talking, like if you, I feel like if you have the story in your head, you can talk to it. Right. Yeah. It's just I mean, like, this is like, uh, like anything else, this is all personal preference. Like I just yeah. feel like uh, it's to each person's style. There's no right or wrong way. Uh, I feel like me and Joe are connecting on like, 
that realm too, right? I could totally tell your personality comes out off the cuff and that's kind of like where I'm like, oh, I get that. Like he's just like in there. Like this is what he thinks at the moment, you know? Yeah, I think I tried to make one video where I sat down and the script just like troubled me so much. Like the idea (laughs) of like trying to, like it, my brain's like I got a and it's a muscle that I need to flex. So I'm starting. I'm trying to get better at it. But like it really like it ruffled my feathers. I was just kind of like really hung up on you're it. And it was, it. It was, yeah, I was overthinking it. It was holding Rubbing back your, your video. Trash. And it, and what and I just stood up one day and turned on the mic and I just went and I was like, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like that's not bad. And then like I've been trying to get better at that, but it's yeah yeah well the cool thing about going off the cuff too is you could just go and then if you screw it up you just go again and you just edit Mm. that right but it sounds Mm -hmm. for me it's always sounded more natural when i do that rather than reading uh, a thought that i wrote down previously if i'm just like i don't know it's just the everybody's style is different you know yeah that's that's exactly it i still think it'd be interesting if we had a video where we all had the same footage and we all had to make a video of it and then see Mm. what each person's video was like like that'd be pretty fun yeah that would be fun, actually. I've seen that actually done on YouTube before with competitions. Like, you have this footage. Yeah. Do it. Like, wh- right. what are you going to do? You know? That'd be huh. pretty fun. Go out. Yeah. Who used all the crayons? <laughs> 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 Alan, What's happening? Do, do you use scripts at all? Yeah, for most of them. Um, it just helps me kind of, like, I'm always thinking about, for me, it's, it's, as you can already tell from like here, like I tend to ramble and just kind of go all over the place. And I'm always thinking about the audience and I always want to like get them like to the information as cleanly as possible and Mm -hmm. also make the story as clean as possible. So I, but I don't write the script ahead of time. Like that's like, I usually am doing like, like, like Brian, like BK talks about, he's kind of on a fishing trip when he goes writing. Yeah. Right. And he's just like filming. And that's pretty much how I do. I just like use the camera to cast a net. Um, and then I like review it afterwards. And then I just, if there's a story there, like I have tons of footage that I've never used cause there's no story from that day. But if I have a story from a day, then I'll usually just kind of like feel it out and then I'll write that story. Um, and a lot of times, cause again, cause I'm like doing mostly POV footage. I need something to kind of tie everything together. Um, I'm also kind of forgetful. So <laughs> I will totally like yeah. forget about some point I wanted to make. So if I write it down, I do that. Um, yeah, because I think it works really well. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, the only time I really do like off the cuff is when I'm doing the trailhead series um, where I'm just like talking through a trail and I'm saying, OK, we're going to pause it here and this is what you do here and that sort of thing. Then I'll kind of like talk through there because it's really focused. But yeah, I usually kind of have to write it down. Got a question here from the Bike Rider app. He says, what's everyone's goal with their channel and what's your day job? Colorado, you want to take that one first? Sure. I think most people know at this point my day job is I'm a broadcast engineer. So I work in radio. I used to work in TV when I live in Colorado. I build uh, radio stations, facilities, studios, transmitter sites, stuff like that. Uh, and it's good. It's a good creative outlet when I do a big, big project. But the day-to-day sometimes is mildly boring. But that's fine because it's just not challenging, right? It's one of the things that's so rewarding about doing this is it's a personal challenge every time I make a video or mm. every time... I set up an elaborate live stream at a brewery or something like this. Like there's a challenge to that because I've never done it before and I want to figure out how to do it and I want to get better at it. And so it's like this constant engagement there where like, you know, like doing the stuff I've been doing for 10 plus years is like, you know, it's fine. It's fun. It's good, but it's not challenging sometimes. Right. So um, in terms of goals for the channel, I mean, 
I don't know, like for so long, it's been a struggle just to scrape your way to enough people to even know who the hell you are. Like, so mm. I think like to, to like even think beyond that sometimes is hard because it's like just scrounging. Some videos are like, oh, I got three subscribers from that or like it's just constant <laughs> scraping and clawing out of a pit, you know, but I mean, in the long term, I, I think it'd be amazing to have some sort of way to do it full time. I mean, hosting some sort of show, doing something, there's going to be something that appeases to my talent in some way or another. So one way or another, I'll make something happen. That would be know. awesome. That would be awesome. Alan, how about, how about you? Uh, day job, software designer and developer. Uh, just work for yeah, software company doing that. Um, and it does require like a whole bunch of creative energy during the day, like just solving design and development problems. Um, but it's not like pure creativity, you know, like you get out of like making music or making videos. Um, but as far as like my goals for the channel, like I just want to continue being a resource, uh, as much as I can. I know that, um, a lot of the times I get comments that people are like, uh, when they see my content and makes them want to go ride or it makes them see that they can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's really kind of where like the whole, like, like catchphrases I have at the beginning of the video of like, if I can have a ride on a bike, so can you. Mm. Um, and I also just kind of want to keep, uh, uh, representing like a, a person of color, uh, a BIPOC uh, person in the mountain bike community. I mm -hmm. think uh, we're very underrepresented like in the, in the whole community, in the industry and in racing. Um, and I, and I, and I do kind of hear from people, especially on the trail as well of like, people are like, they're stoked to see, you know, uh, somebody that's out there representing. Um, yeah. Uh, real quick, I wanted to say, uh, Joe, your live stream stuff that you were doing um, with NorCal uh, in the bar, I was like tripping out like how good that was, the ability to kind of control everything that was going on, all the cameras, the levels while still running it. That was uh, that was really cool. And like you were saying, like if you were to host a show or something like that, like you you got you got that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, man. Yeah, that was uh, something that came together last minute, and I, I was I ordered the gear to make it hot, make it happen, and a lot of setup time involved, and it worked really well. And now that's translated into the fireside chats I do. So we're having live guests sit by the fire and just talk locally. It's super cool, and so all those skills. Now I came into his house, uh, to Mark's house, and had the setup in twenty minutes, and uh, so it's you know involved. But it's the same thing of like developing a skill and using it enough to where it's easy for you, right? And that's kind of yeah. like what we're trying to do. Yeah. Thank you. It's amazing. And, like, and, and my desire to like be a resource, I think in general, I think when I saw Tony, when I started seeing your content come out, right. Cause like I just do was doing POV footage, like, Oh, I wrote a trail. Um, and then like, I started seeing your stuff come out and it was like, Oh, he's putting out stuff that people can actually use. That's mm -hmm. actually going to like get you to a place and get you on yeah. the trail and give you a full loop. And that's kind of like, that's really kind of what triggered me into that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good segue into Tony. You know, I, I before I knew Tony, I used your video that you made on um, Sedona. You did the uh, you did the the loop around Easy Breezy through Slim Shady, and the first time I went to Sedona, I watched that video, and then I took off solo, and I, I felt confident enough to to complete that lap. So that was cool. Um, Tony, what about you? Oh, I think you're muted. Go on, unmute. My name is Tony, and I. Yeah. <laughs> he's still muted. Does your muted. buds die? No, he's still there. 
get, uh -oh. get here. We lost here, his I'll audio. Stop. I'll stop. I'll uh -oh. stop for you, Tony. There, there he is. One second, he says. My pods are dead. Never go with wireless anything. <laughs> well, when Tony's, he's getting that on. I'll just say I. Is I, it back? Am I back? You're yeah, back. You're back. Yeah. You're oh. back. oh wow. Ah, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> so what, what do I do? I, uh, I I went to Carl's Jr. Is that what? Is that what we're talking about? Like, oh, yeah. We have a Carl's Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm on fries. <laughs> That's not funny. I actually used to work on fries. Um, what, what was the question? Sorry, this threw me off a lot. Yeah. No. Is so my... know, this looks so stupid. Look at this. <laughs> You got the new cool piercings, dude. <laughs> Bike Rider Hap is asking, <laughs> what's everyone's goal with their channel and what is Okay. So, yeah, my, a lot of people that have watched my channel know my little story. I'll do the quick version. I got laid off in COVID. Uh, the channel was taking off. And so for this last uh, year-ish, I've been taking the channel on full time and putting my energy into that. And it's been uh, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of learning. Um, for me, it's just like... Uh, this, this glamorous life of just doing YouTube full time um, is awesome. But it's also like, dude, you're in charge of your own life. Like you have no one else managing your life. You uh, are easily, like for me, it's like, it's easy to get off track. And I did, especially during COVID. Uh, just be, can you guys hear me properly? Cause this sounds crazy to me. We got oh, you. You're yeah. good. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's just, it's just, it was like, so I had to catch myself, right? Like, um, just being in charge of yourself, doing videos every week, I started to get, I, I wouldn't use the term lazy, but like I would use the term of like, hey, like it's easy to get caught in routines that you are, that are unhealthy. So for me, one of the things is like, I, as I am drinking a beer right now, but it's, it's a special occasion. I've given myself rules behind it. I started drinking beer too much. Um, as far as money goes, the channel does okay. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's like one of those things where it's like it always sounds better uh, as a dream than when you actually are doing any job. It's like, OK, there's always the benefits you look at. But then there's always like, hey, I'm not making enough money. I'm not doing good enough. And then you're. Whoa. Tony is Whoa. part robot. He is a robot, you apparently. Part robot. Yeah. Holy yeah, hell, the no, truth no, is no. out there. there. Ladies and gentlemen, released here on the segment <laughs> podcast, okay. this is YouTube Gold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this could be a good segue while, while Tony's getting his earbuds uh, switched out. I do want to say we have another special guest who just jumped on the podcast. He's, he can only be here for a little bit. This is going to be great. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have the vice president, of sales for Spy Optic, and I think he wants to say something to Mr. Calirado Kid. Curtis, are you there? Yeah, boys. Wow, hey, we, have, hey. we have discovered someone with a mustache better than mine, well, other than MTV <laughs> Allen. Oh my gosh, I saw your mustache. I was jealous, but I quickly grew one. <laughs> well so played, the, well played, sir. For, yeah, the folks who, and, for the folks who don't know Curtis, uh, Curtis is also a local mountain biker. He, he completely rips, he shreds, he has a good time. He's all about the community of mountain biking, wants to grow it. And uh, I sent Curtis over Colorado Kids channel earlier today. And uh, Curtis, I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> I spy with my little eye, a box. <laughs> there yeah, Colorado kid, man, your attitude, the 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 comedic uh, value you bring to the community is epic. I uh, 
you know, we're just riding bikes. We're just a bunch of grown kids playing bikes every day. And, uh, you know, we got to take it lighthearted. And I, I appreciate that. I think the community needs more of that. And, um, you know, Mark hit me up um, to, to, you know, see if we could welcome you to the family and, and with honors, my man. So uh, we'll connect offline, but I got this waiting for you to send out your way. Baby. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, obviously I am not a YouTuber. I'm sitting outside. Because inside my house is loud with dogs and kids and all that good stuff. But um, I wanted to jump on. So, Mark, thank you for the opportunity. You know, Colorado kid, welcome to the club. And uh, MTV Allen, you know, Outsider, you guys are amazing. It's been so fun listening. So, well done, team. Dude, Curtis, much appreciated, man. Let's talk. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Yeah. Shout out Trail Dogs. Yeah, Joey. Trail Dogs. You. <laughs> you. Thank you, thank you Curtis. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Look right. at this, guys. <laughs> the camera paid off. Hey. Calirado Kid with his first support. Hey. I like it. Thank Congrats, you, man. Welcome thank to you the for spot. setting that up, Mark. Thank family, you. Man. That is awesome. Thank you, Curtis. If you're still backstage, thank you. I know you got a lot of things. You got family night tonight. Uh, Vice President of Sales for Spy Optic, ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Alice, welcoming Calirado Kid. And uh, Tony, yes, we did hear the audio. We got you on there. Good. Oh, you sound great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know where my I was going kind of on a tangent, but it's just, uh, yeah, I uh, took this on as my day job and uh, I'm still doing it and I'm trying to see how long I can make it happen. But I guess I was just trying to talk about the reality behind uh, having doing this full time versus having a stable job. Like having that stable job is a guaranteed paycheck every single week versus um, doing something on your own and like any small business where it's like, you're building a brand, you're building a community, and you're building your own lifestyle through the channel like we are, but you have to pay the bills. So um, it's a dream of mine I'm trying to make work, and it's in process, I guess you could say right now. And it's such a great point you make because it's like everyone's the dream is to go full time, but then you realize as soon as you do, now that when a video doesn't do well, it hurts you. Like it's not yeah. like right now I could write it off and say, yeah, it was a stupid video. Nobody like now there's a little bit more pressure involved. Right. You're actually counting on it to provide income. It's like, man, that's a, you don't think of that side of things. You think how glamorous it is that you can govern your own time, but then you, you know, you're, you're set. You gotta, you gotta get to it. It's yeah. true. I mean, it becomes a, whether you like it or not, it, it is your job. And uh, the, the balance is trying to find that fun and not make it become like, feel like a work, even though it is work, you know, like yeah. there's that weird mentality of like, work is supposed to be making pleasure your work. And that's the dream. But sometimes those two things do get tied together because you need to make this work, you know, whatever that tangent is. But like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just part of life. You know, it's, it's funny because sometimes on a Sunday or on the weekend when we're weekend warriors, we say, we're not going to go hard today because I got to go to work on Monday or I can't get hurt. I can't afford to get hurt because I need to go to work on Monday. And, you know, Tony, when you were talking about it earlier, when you were saying, I'm trying to meet this deadline on Monday, it must really be different for you when you're trying to make these schedules and hit these deadlines and not get injured and, you know, be able to tell the story the right way, because this is your, this is your bread and butter. Yeah, I mean, um, Trail Dogs, he just said, I, I just signed for, up for your patron. That, that's amazing. I mean, that's part of what it's helped me pay the bills. But like yeah, what you just said is like, uh, it's part of what I've been going through for the last few months is like I had a, a couple of bad crashes, a couple of injuries that's kept me off the bike. So uh, I'm just trying to be honest, making videos about that. Um, but that's not for everybody, right? So um, that's taken time off of me making the content I want to make. 
and I'm making the content I'm making in the moment. I'm just being honest. So yeah, me, me even me talking about this right now is part of that, right? So um, mm -hmm. next week I'm going to be going to Park City to Utah. I'm gonna be hitting up uh, Brian Head uh, Bike Park, Deer Ooh. Valley, um, a lot of Wasatch Trail. So I'm gonna be going on a two and a half week um, bike trip. And then after that, I'm going to be going to Downeyville. So there's a lot of stuff upcoming Dang. this summer. And it's, and, and as awesome as that sounds like that does come into question, like how much do I want to push myself on these trails? Because, uh, I don't want to have injuries because I want to make content. So, and that just, it's, it's something I never thought about before this year. And it's something I'm, gra I'm still grappling with because growing up as a skater, I always just want to like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And now I'm trying to have to be like smarter about things like, hey, if you do this feature and it doesn't go well, you got a whole trip ahead of you in Utah that you have lined up that you might not be able to ride for. So it's like it's a very, it's a gamble. And it's just something that's new to me that I'm trying to figure out along the way, I guess you could say. I don't want to not have fun and progress and push myself, but I have to be smart about it, you know. We call it the old BKXC philosophy, right? Don't get injured yeah. and you're going to produce content until the, the, the world's end. It's like, yeah, hundred percent. That's so, so I think Alan told me that before. Like what, so his philosophy is what it's like, it, it, that's kind of how he looks at it. Right. Like he doesn't, he, he goes to a, what, like 70% or 80% or something like that. How is yeah, it? But at the end of the day, he's just like very conscious about not getting injured. Cause if he's injured, he can't make the videos and he can't produce content and then his channels like, so it's like just be smart yeah. about it you know yeah. like it's it's all you can do i try to I, I hold back sometimes for sure because i'm like i do not want to get injured i got a family yeah. and stuff i'm like if i get injured like i'm out like a dummy for like two months or something that's not good like yeah. i have to think about that too it's not just the videos it's other but, stuff so but then again like hey we're doing some we're doing something dangerous it just might happen anyway you yeah. know no it's like, true yeah. and that stuff but it's not like i'm somebody's like oh you never hit a double before just try yeah. it once like i'm yeah. like let me look at it let me consider it let me <laughs> take my time i'm not like oh, yeah. oh sick bro <laughs> just <Yeah>. send it <laughs> gotta be conscious right. know my limits yeah it, yes. it, you want to be conscious you want to be conscious before and after you do the the, the feature yeah, like oh. literally watching your crash video, Tony, <laughs> the one where you went unconscious is like terrifying. Right. Oh, like the sounds hilarious. that you were making was terrifying. I hated it. I mean, I edited that thing. I had to watch that a thousand times. Traumatizing, but like, yeah. Uh, so that's one of the things I go to. It's like, dude, like that. all, all that was, that wasn't even like something that took my confidence away from other rides. It was just like me being stupid. It was the end yeah. of a three hour ride. Yep. I was hungry and I was just like, oh, I'm just going to go up here and dude, the Way, way too fast it's something stupid and just didn't, like you said just didn't think about it yeah and uh that's that's the thing like i have to be new and all of us have to be conscious about all the decisions we make before we do something stupid and that was me being like stupid that was all it was it wasn't a skill thing it wasn't like i just did the jump wrong it was just like me being dumb and knocked myself out it's crazy. It was crazy about that video that the GoPro landed in a way where it flipped up and faced my pointed oh, at my yeah. face. Right. Yeah. Like I can't believe that worked out like that. I mean, that's the only benefit to it. Like you could see me snoring. I was literally like <laughs> knocked out, and then immediately that's that's how my, that's what my wife has to deal has to deal with. When I immediately when I'm asleep, like I, I just started <laughs> snoring unconsciously. Just like, oh my god, dude, that's how quick it is. Tony, anyway. you just opened up the latest Colorado Kid mountain bike conspiracy. <laughs> Tony from the outsider staged the whole crash. The GoPro perfectly angled? I think not. Right. Yeah. To his face perfectly. 
<laughs> How does that happen? How does that happen? <laughs> YouTube gold. Yeah. The crazy thing is, I, I don't remember anything except for when I was in the air, and I just remember thinking, I want the bike as farther far away from me as I can, and then I woke up, and I was like, Phew. it's. I don't know if you guys have ever been knocked out, but I didn't know where I was. I was angry. Yep. I was mad. Yep. You know, like I, all those things that people say are true. Like you just like get get away. Everyone, yeah. Where, what's you know. Yeah, wasn't that guy who first was yeah. on scene a firefighter off duty, and he was like, "Hey, buddy, so. do you know where you are?" And you're like, "San Luis Obispo." San Luis. He said, "Louis." He's like, "San Louis." He's saying it. He's saying it. You're really yeah. screwed up. Yeah, <laughs> take him in, fellas. San Louis. Well, you <laughs> watched the video. I didn't. Put him in the video. He asked me where I lived, and I think I said Huntington Beach. I didn't put that in there because I was just like thinking of California towns. And I was just so still out there. And he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. So speaking of going places, uh, like you were talking about earlier on your on the trips that you have to go to and things you have to think about in order to make it through your trips, um, UO SoCal was asking, who here is going to be going to the Sedona MTB Fest out in November? Wow. Everybody. 100%. Yeah. If you're not there, where are you? Is that what they say? That did, did I sound convincing? If you're not there, where where are you? No. It just, it just sounds like too much damn fun, man. I, how yeah. can I miss it? Totally. Now I've never yeah. been. Alan and Tony, you guys have been. I haven't I, been to the festival, but I've been to Sedona quite a bit. Gotcha. So Alan's been the. You're the only veteran that's been to the MTB yeah. Sedona Fest, right? It was. It was weird because you're just surrounded by people who are into mountain biking, uh, and everybody's there and. I don't know. And the riding is great. Like we all know the riding is great. Um, but it's just so easy to like connect up with somebody and go for a ride or have a talk. I mean, I guess to kind of sum it up, like when I left, I felt emotional. I was like, yeah. it was like I was leaving family. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. And wasn't the timing for you kind of, it was when the pandemic was really starting to take off, right? It's just and about to, Yeah. Yeah, just about to. I remember that because we had I was down in Arizona for spring training at the time. And I remember uh, the guy who runs Spartan Rides. Uh, he was up there doing the thing for the mountain bike fest. And I was down in uh, Phoenix doing the spring training. And we were in the broadcast booth for the A's training. And the one day we went down to the locker room and we were doing interviews and stuff. And that night they basically sent out a press release saying no more interviews in the in the press room. No more coming down mm -hmm. to the locker room because that's when wow. it just started going. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember like we were, everybody was like, like Paul the punter was like, you know, like everything was like elbows and it was like, we would talk about like, you know, COVID bumps, you know, and we'd like bump elbows and like mm -hmm. Shane crashing dad was like the opposite. He was like giving everybody hugs and like, <laughs> we all look, we all look back on it and we we're like, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, it was like, right. Like that was the last event, you know, I think that kind of like, yeah. I think that turned it up a little bit too. Like once that finished, uh, once that festival finished and then everything shut down. Like I remember like a game back yep. to California and everything like shutting down. Yeah. Yep. Wow. One thing I'm lo really looking forward to is all the cool stories I hear about the Tasco tent. Like, is that just, they, they do it right. They've got the foot down competitions. They got the free beer. Yeah. They're just like a, they're like a cultural center, I guess, kind of, you know, like it, I guess like they can tell the story, but like, I think Nate was ta talking about how like, the one year it was like super like it was raining a lot and it was cold and they just kind of like made it a place that everybody could um hang out but yeah and that and kind Shane of like gave everyone hugs 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. I'll take a hug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. All the folks in the chat are saying that they're in. They're going out of Moxon. UO SoCal has been there four years in a row. Holy cow. Trail Dogs are going to be there. MTB Raging is going to be there. This is going to be the place to be. Your guys' drive time from here is pretty short compared to what I've got. But it's like, dude, even then, take into consideration the sport that we live in. It's like if you're only riding local all the time, you're doing it wrong mm -hmm. because you're eight hours away from an incredible trail you've never ridden before. And that's nothing. Gas mm -hmm. money is like whatever. I'm telling you, go somewhere you've never been before. Like when I've gone to Colorado, it's it's mind boggling. I've ridden Park City. I've ridden some parts of Utah. And there's so much I haven't seen. Like that short drive, even if it's 10 hours, is like it's worth it, man. Get out of your zones. Yeah, that's a good call. It's interesting, too, because uh, you, I, I come from skating and you go to different cities and it's still skating. It's like, yeah, stairs, this, that. But in mountain biking, you literally get different, really different terrain. You know, you're going so from red rocks to hero dirt to just straight up dust. So like you really it's almost like going on to different planets, like different states or different planets in mountain biking. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. So that, that's such a never truer statement than it comes to what we do. And it also like really gives you more confidence in your skills. Um, yeah. When you when you go from riding like Laguna and Aliso in Southern California, and then you go ride in Sedona, and everything looks totally different, but your bike handling skills and, and everything still applies. And then you learn a couple of new skills when you're riding that terrain. It's like it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah, when I did that major road trip to Colorado, I came back to California a different rider entirely. Like riding Grand Junction, riding Fruta, riding Crested Butte, riding all these places, I came back a totally different rider. It completely evolved me as a rider. It just so yeah. much better. And it's like, dude, all it took was that a road trip, you know? Yeah. yeah. A, quick note on, a quick note on Sedona. Somebody mentioned in the comments to buy tickets now. They mm -hmm. will sell out. You don't need tickets to go. You can go to the festival. You can hang out. You can do everything but you can't use the shuttles and you can't demo bikes so if you're taking your own bike and you're you just want to go and hang out in the mountain bike culture and go ride amazing trails all right there you don't need to buy a ticket i mean if you don't get a ticket though um i would suggest making a donation to one of the local trail advocacy yeah. groups around there because mm. a lot of the, the money from those tickets do go to the local trails um so yeah if you if, if you can't, if you, if they sell out and you can't buy them, you can still go, but then do donate to those local. And a good way to do that too, uh, since I've been going, I've learned is if you stay in a hotel, they will have a spot a lot of the times for you to donate on the sheet you do to sign in. So if you throw Sweet. 10 bucks down or anything like that, it goes nice. right there. And that's super simple. Wow. That's cool. So and cool. I noticed the last time I was in Sedona, if you use trail forks, there's a donate to the local association button on there as well. So nice. that's really cool. But Alan, thank you for bringing that up because that, that was a question that I had. I didn't know if I needed tickets. Um, I was talking with Nate over at Tasco and they were like, you can get in fine. You know, you're not going to need tickets. But then people were saying, if it sells out, then what do you do? So the tickets are for just the shuttles, bike rentals. But as far as getting in, listening to music, socializing with everybody, that is walk in like a park. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That is great to know. I did not know that. My favorite thing at the festival, this is going to sound silly, but my favorite thing at the festival is the bike valet. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this. You just check your bike and walk away. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, yeah, there's just like a place where you just like can check your bike in and like 
if you're like, like when I was there, a lot of times I would just drive my truck there and park and I'd have my bike in the truck, but I didn't want to leave in the truck. Um, so I would, you could leave it in the bike valley uh, and not have it, to like carry your bike around the whole time. Is that, is it, you have to buy a ticket for that? I think it was free. Oh, I think cool. it was, I, I think so. I don't remember paying for it. I just they just give you I like mean, a ticket, yeah. but that's cool. Hey, we but, should uh, we should do a video where we get fake valet jackets and then we just steal <laughs> everyone's bikes. <laughs> that would be awesome. Wait a minute, I know you. <laughs> yeah. Start start parking like the really expensive e-bikes up front, like a valet. Like this is a Lamborghini. This is going to go up in the yeah. front. <laughs> yeah, that someone. would be a pretty funny video where we just double as valets and see if anybody notice, recognizes us. <laughs> right, <laughs> that'd be the best. <laughs> Uh, well, we should shoot something. What do you guys think when we're there? I mean, oh, I'm going to be shooting a ton of shit. Of course. Dude, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. actually, I've actually considered, and people have tried to talk me out of this, but I do kind of want to bring my full live stream set up and do some live streaming. But the problem is I've realized two things. Here was the original idea. If I could get like a suite with a balcony and have a backdrop of the mountains, like, and do a live broadcast like that, that'd be super rad. But then you realize it's going to be dark probably in November. It's going to be dark by that time. So like you'd have a night shot. It wouldn't work very well. Mm. But well, if I had that full setup that I had at the brewery and I could broadcast live from somewhere over there, dude. What was the hotel that uh, Paul and Shane stayed at? Because they, they did it there. This It was like the... I forgot what we can ask them, but like they, okay. they did a live stream from there. Uh, and the, the lighting wasn't great, but it worked out. They just, they like hooked them up with some 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 outlets and stuff like that okay. i'm gonna be staying at a place called the red agave that's putting me up and they are they've worked with me before i'm sure there's like a huge area there for Do they have fire pits with fire pits uh they have a fire pit and it's the access point to slim shady trail so right right uh, on the access like uh, i could reach out to them and dude we could talk offline but i could ask let's talk about it because this like, could be the fireside chat and, and do full day recaps and have everybody come on and just talk yeah. about their experience during the day i think it'd be people are trying to convince me i'll be too tired by the end of the day but i'm not sure i think it'll be fun it'll be fine <laughs> yeah. that'll be a good yeah. time That'll be a good time. Yeah. Tony, I'm staying close to you, but there's also going to be a wedding party there. So wedding crashing for Alan. Whoa. <laughs> right? And then, well, uh, are you staying at the Red Agave as well? I, I couldn't get in because the wedding party booked up oh. all the rooms, but I did get a bed and breakfast literally like a couple of buildings over from you on the same cool. side of, of Slim yeah. Shades. Like I'm over. at like an Airbnb for the first two nights and then uh, moving over to Red Agave for the last couple I'll be there. I'm, I'm going to be there from like Thursday to Wednesday. So I'll be there after the festival too, because I want to get a couple extra days in there when it's not so crazy. Sweet. Alan, this is uh, from, from Mountain Bikes and Jeeps. Was it the Skyrock yeah. Inn? That was, yeah, a, that was, was that the place? Yeah. I looked at that hotel. It is literally right by the bike fest. And it's a nice hotel with beautiful scenic shots of the mountains right there. I totally blew it because I was going to book it one day and I didn't. And it was like 300 or something a night. And then the next time I looked, it was like 600 a night. I was like, I slept Ooh. on it. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So whatever it was, it went, it skyrocketed. And that's why I just booked an Airbnb like three blocks away or something, which is, I don't know. I probably shouldn't have done that. I kind of wanted to be right there. It skyrocketed, we'll huh? Hey, oh, Skyrocketed. <laughs> hey, SMR or whatever. <laughs> Trail Dogs, I may hit you up about that because if we can get a live streaming setup that I can set up in the morning and just come and walk in and hit go, it may be possible. Can, so we, we'll can, we, can, I, can I just get a consensus here? How many Trail Dogs are there? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. There's five. Jeez. Holy hell. 
right? There's how uh, do you know who you're talking many, to at any point? How many edit the videos? Is there just one guy, or are they just passing this thing around? Uh, I think there's three out of three. Out of, well, I'll let them answer, but I, I know one does the edit, one does the sound, one does the title. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, you, need to have, you need to have them on your thing and uh, ask them these questions, please. Yeah, because no, they, there there's like a smorgasbord of these guys. They're like a delicate yeah. person. Oh, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> doing their own thing, and they're all they're all great, but they 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 just don't know who does the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Trail dogs, go ahead and, and type that in. If it's either Aaron or Isaiah or Edwin, whoever, or Nate, whoever is on there or Austin. By, uh, by the way, as a side note, Mark, by the way, when I was listening to your podcast on the way down from Northern California, as I was driving, <laughs> if you guys didn't hear, I was driving all the way down here. Uh, you referred to everyone around here in a flock and I'm like, what was Wolfpack taken or what happened exactly? Flock <laughs> sounds very tame. Like, couldn't you come up with something badass like flock? I'm just sorry. Yeah. No, that's uh, Adam Mock. Adam Mock's, uh, he calls his squad the flock. He's got an affinity for birds, and, and that's what he calls his flock because they all kind of fly together. All right, and, I'm going to uh, rename yeah. it. Just call them the Razorbacks from now on or something. All right, Let's, or not the butterflies, but yeah. All right, fair the enough. Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, guys, we're about 141 into the live stream. Um, is there, is there, we talked about traveling, Sedona, uh, crashes. Anything that we're leaving out, YouTubing, anything one, that uh, we want to add. One final, one final thing I want to mention about th these two gentlemen down below. Like, I, as a starting YouTuber, I appreciated your guys' professionalism, and you guys provided a resource for a beginning YouTuber. Like, watching what you guys were doing gave a great baseline and understanding how it should work. So it was like, just, I just want to let you guys know that because you guys have been at it longer than I have by far, and it, it was really useful to go watch what you guys were doing and being like, well, that's how you should do it. So there Thanks, you go. Bro. That's, yeah. that, Thanks, that's, that's bud. Very nice, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I definitely want to add to that. You know, this podcast started because of MTB Allen. So, uh, special thank you to MTB Allen. He also, by an email that went into his junk mail, happened to check it on YouTube and saw it in there and responded to me and was one of my first guests on my show. Yeah. And so, uh, without Allen, I wouldn't have a show, nor would I have a podcast. So special thank you to Allen. And then Tony and I became friends and uh, shot that video with Tony and Tony helped push me over a thousand. So um, big, big thank you to both of you guys. Oh, oh, cool. You so, guys? <laughs> so, so about ways, you know, so I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, if nobody has any final questions for the, uh, my celebrity guests tonight, um, okay, we'll don't sign ahead. off yet, Mark. You keep talking, but don't sign off yet. You got it. You got it. Um, we will go ahead and start to shut this down. Um, Alan. <laughs> Here we go. There he is. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. We'll see you on the next one. We wanted to say one thing before you go. Oh. We wanted to tell you guys. See you later, Tony. <laughs> He's still live. He didn't turn it off. I know. It was almost, <laughs> almost. All right. Later. You're still live, Mark. Jeez, I won't go to turn that off. All right. How do I log out? Leave studio. Are you still going to be live? See you guys later.
All right, back for a uh, back for an encore. No, just kidding. We we're uh, signing off. Thank you again for being on. I really appreciate it. Great to see you guys on there. I see eight of you still on there. Have a great night, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Yoo-hoo-hee! Woohoo, that was a fun one. I think I finally got Alan and Tony, but definitely Tony's face there on the exit is priceless. That was a lot of fun. I really want to say thank you to those guys for jumping on the podcast. Very, very last minute they jumped on. I had to make some schedule changes and uh, it was great to see them. Also, a special thank you to the Colorado Kid for jumping on and uh, being here actually live in the segment studio. Really great to have him out here and I can't wait to see where they go folks thanks again for tuning in to this episode hope you liked it as much as i did and uh look forward to seeing you guys out on the trails lastly special thank you to the companies that bring you these episodes thank you to yt industries tasco and spy optic folks remember when you're out there in the wild find something that you love to do work hard at it and all of your hard work will always pay off we'll see you guys on the next episode Shoo-hoo-ee.